This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number four him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast across the fruited plain to the hills and valleys in our nation from one corner to the other, all because of iHeartRadio. But we're also locally on the air in Jacksonville and Tampa and a couple of different places in Georgia and St. Augustine. We're so grateful that you've tuned in. However you hear the show today, whether you're listening to it live or whether you're listening to us on a podcast, just know that you've been prayed for, that something we say today will cause you and me, our guests, everybody to dig deeper into their faith into understanding the power of the holy spirit as he helps us connect what we hear on sunday with what we do in our nine to five make sure you check us out online at iworkforhim.com that's iwork the number four him.com interact with us on our listener line 866-713-9675 just know that we love hearing from you love getting the feedback you know if there's one thing clear to everyone who reads the bible It's that we're to surround ourselves with people who know more than we do, people of wisdom. We're not just talking about knowledge, but the application of knowledge. We call that wisdom. Wisdom is and should always be the most sought-after commodity on the planet. When it comes to connecting our faith to our work, that wisdom becomes invaluable. But where do we go to find others seeking that wisdom, and what does that look like? Today we cruise on over to Jacksonville, Florida to highlight the ministry of Wise Counsel. John Beener joins us to talk about this decades-long ministry and the impact that discipleship is making on his members. John Beener, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. Good to join you. I'm so excited for people just to get a detailed look at what Wise Counsel looks like. And I want to make sure people know where they can find you online. They can find you at askwisecounsel.com. So, John, why don't you just share first... How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Wow, that's a big, big question. I mean, I was chasing my own tail and, you know, trying to find success, moving from job to job, and got to Jacksonville and really uh, was touched uh, one night. I was in depression and uh, saw on TV this businessman saying, you know, my whole life changed when I turned it over to Jesus Christ, stopped trying to live my life for myself, started living it for him. And wow, God just uh, touched me right there. I started to cry. I knew that I'd been off track, you know, and I was seeking, how do I make my business successful? I was doing in the management training field, and it just led to, in the next week, I was led to a business working with CEOs and entrepreneurs that had started in Milwaukee. And anyway, so it's history now, but I, I was a secular program, did it for 13 years throughout Florida, 
it was called Tech, the executive committee. And uh, so anyway, then God led me out of that, write some books. It was 13 years later, and then uh, started doing conferences, and then eventually called me to do Wise Council. So I've been doing that for, you know, now 18 years, but I'm really still learning and growing, <laughs> trying to uh, get smarter and wiser all the time. But well, I surround that- myself with looking so I can learn from them. Man. So, John, talk to me about wise counsel. Where did you learn to be a wise counselor? <laughs> well, that that's an ongoing subject. I mean, I keep learning how to be a wise counselor. I mean, I'm not sure that I would call myself that, but I mean, my goal is to keep learning. I'm a learning junkie, you know, and and I love to uh, learn, so I try to share that with as many people as possible and you know, I work with CEOs, entrepreneurs, and small groups, and so I have to come up each month with some interesting topics or speakers or experts to come into our small group meetings and uh, share. And so I need to know a little bit about what they're doing. So what happens is they teach me a lot of things, and then we share with each other about decisions they're going to make in their business. And so we give each other, you know, wise counsel through that. And a lot, some of them are ministry people as well, so it's exciting. So talk to us about the mission of wise counsel, you know, because you just said, okay, you don't consider yourself a wise counselor, but yet that's really the position you've surrounded yourself with people and you come together and you have these amazing conversations. The mission of wise counsel as your members come together on a weekly, on a monthly basis, what is that mission? Well, the mission is to to serve the Lord in a business or ministry in a way that is honoring to Him about our calling and our purpose. You know, every business is a ministry, and every ministry is a business. And so what happens is that, I mean, even atheists or other people who can build a successful business, because it doesn't say in the Bible you have to be committed to Christ to have a successful business, but... Every entrepreneur or every leader in an organization is somehow ministering to other people. And the neat thing is that ministry happens within the confines of an organization. Molly Lou might be sick or unhappy in her marriage or whatever it might. Somebody else is sharing or encouraging or even praying for them. And so it's ongoing all the time anyway. It's happening. So we're just trying to help people grow in that knowledge and, and gain insight to help one another. So, like, what's that format of that discussion look like? I mean, so you, you're thinking about co- uh, conversations you could start. What does that format of the Wise Council Day look like? Well, it typically starts with updating each other in a small group where people get to know each other, you know, and they update what's going on. We pray together. And then what we do is lots of times have an outside expert come in and talk about cash flow, marketing, hiring, ministry, prayer, other kinds of subjects that it can about continuous learning, continuing to grow and gain in knowledge. And then obviously we have lunch. Sometimes we do a Q&A with that speaker or expert, and then we deal with issues, decisions people are going to make in their business or ministry or personal life and share with each other what that may be. And then we pray for each other, but we also are trying to give them wise counsel in the sense of, from my perspective, here's how I would handle that situation or here's how I did. Uh, and this is, or even I feel the Lord's telling me to share this with you, or I'll be praying for you, or here's a contact or an idea that may help you grow in your walk or make a better decision. So it's a collective wise council group. So 
It's a collective. I love that. I love that. It's a great Star Trek reference. Very. I love that. Okay. So the Wise Council, you can find out more about them online at askwisecouncil.com. We're talking with John right. Beaner, the leader of Wise Council. All right. So we talked about the format of discussions. What, what, like what's, the, what's the issue you guys are discussing this month? <laughs> okay. Well, we're actually talking about how do you motivate employees is one of them. Another one we're talking about Amazon and how it's what it's doing in the marketplace and how that affects us. But motivation, there's really, you know, there's a lots of templates that are biblical that work in growing a business and have the employees feel like they're owners. In other words, where they have a sense of ownership in a business. And so they then are family. And then obviously then there were prayer and pray together or some guys even have chaplains in their business that are praying for employees in separate times and ways. But, it's uh, it's about getting, motivation is a constant subject because you want to create the right culture in an organization to have it grow and everybody you know maximize their gifts and talent to make that work according to God's purpose in it. So these guys that you have together in this group, they've been together for a number of years or months. I mean, how long have these people known each other? Well, it uh, obviously varies. I mean. Uh, People could, I mean, I've had people involved in the 18 years I got started, okay, still involved right now, and I've got others that have been involved, you know, three or six months, you know, because, I mean, we have some people that retire from their business and they actually maybe join a ministry, and and so they're not involved anymore specifically, so it changes, there is a turnover, probably 20% a year. It turns over, but... Uh, but I love the fact that people get comfortable. Wise counsel. Everybody needs to surround themselves with wise counsel. And as a business owner or leader, a ministry leader, an organizational leader, you need to surround yourself with people that have been there, done that, and can share in your pain. And that's why John Beaner set, set up this group mm-hmm. called Wise Counsel. 18 plus years ago. You can find out more about it online, how you can get involved in the Jacksonville area askwisecouncil.com that's askwisecouncil.com all right john so before we i know we got a guest calling in to share a little bit of of his experience at wise council but talk to me about the the greatest takeaway for john beaner being part of the leader as the leader of this group oh wow yeah well it's changed me it's transformed me i mean i'm constantly learning growing i mean i was able to share with a couple of guys the other day what God is doing in and through me because they were kind of in depression. Hey, the business is down. It's suffering. I got too many obstacles, too many pressures on me. And so how do I stay focused? And, you know, God, you know, I have all those same issues too. Everybody does. You know what I mean? Sure. Anyway, uh, really the Holy Spirit's been teaching me through uh, the word and through a book called God Calling and they will share some of those things. And they both said, wow. That's a deeper understanding that I had before, so that that is all a good because some churches don't get into this whole thing, this whole subject there at all, you know. And so uh, it's an opportunity to minister and help these people as well as grow their business as well, you know. When you, as we were going to the break, you were mentioning how some people have been in there the whole time, and then you've had some turnover. And that was the, the point of the question was, I wanted to hear how people grow in trusting each other in these groups. Because in order to share real issues of your business or your organization, you've got to be able to trust people. How do you help build that trust in your wise counsel groups? 
I'm not sure that I do a lot to do that. I mean, obviously, the more vulnerable people are, the more open they are, the more teachable they are. And, you know, that happens in a small group anyway. You know, you you don't love everybody that's in a group, but you learn to respect people by what they share. And, and they, they share their inner needs, you know what I mean? And so their frustrations as well as their opportunities, probably half the time, we're talking about their opportunities to grow or change situations or improve or get better. And so it's not all about frustrating issues. It's about good opportunities to honor God in a deeper way. So, how oh, that's uh, that's that, I love that. I mean, and I imagine now these conversations when somebody gets together for a wise council day. What, what are the how much time do you guys spend together during a day? Well, we start at nine and go to two thirty. So it doesn't group. take a doesn't take up a whole day, but it takes it. it the, so this is a significant commitment for people. Sure. When. But yet they're really getting a lot out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many opportunities to grow further, too. It's beyond just the meeting. You can get together individually with the other guys. I individually meet with most of the members one-on-one every other month or so, talking about their issues, where they're going, what their plans are, what their obstacles are. And some of those then we define to bring to the group and get the group's input on those things, too. Wow, I, I love that. And so, when you look as you look at the years, you look at the the investment of time in the lives of business owners and leaders and organizational leaders. And I'm sure you have some very fond memories. What what maybe is the biggest turnaround that you've seen? The biggest memory that you've seen of a of a business owner leader that came in fairly uncertain as to direction. Yet when they when now, maybe today they're still involved, or, or maybe they've left the group because they moved out of town or something. But the biggest turnaround you saw, and all as a result of being involved in Wise Council. Well, one that comes to mind immediately is a guy that came to the meeting very depressed, in tears, you know, said, you know, my business sucks, I don't like it anymore, I'm just not motivated, you know, my best sales manager just resigned, you know, her husband's got cancer, all that other kind of thing, and I think I just need to quit, I need to sell my business. Already, he was doing a five or six million dollar business, and the group then went around the room and just shared their views and ideas and, uh, ask the questions of him and just try to mine what's really into his heart, you know, and try to see if we couldn't, one, encourage him, help him find hope and and all of that. And he, he said he left that meeting a whole different uh, perspective. In fact, something that Glenn Hedinger said at the meeting really struck a chord with him. And, and he's still in business right now, and he's probably doubled the business since then, and he's much more excited about it. And it's still involved in the group, not the same well, group, but it's still involved in Wise Council. Well, well, and the great news is Glenn is now on the line. Glenn Hedinger, right. welcome to I Work for Him. Well, hello there. How are you? <laughs> Good, hey, Glenn. How did you hear about Wise Council? Oh, I don't know. I think John Beener is omnipresent around Jacksonville, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> everyone knows him. And somehow. I don't know, John. How did we uh, how did we first decide on Wise Council? And I knew John and had done some work with John before joining Wise Council, like ten years prior. And then about okay. nine years ago, I joined Wise Council. And you know what, John? I can't remember like how we got started. 
Somebody you? gave me your name to do some graphics for me for the first book that I wrote, and, uh, right. and I was doing some PowerPoints, and you did an excellent job, so I, I thought highly of you, but as I recall, the architectural firm you were involved with was changing, and so somebody uh, mentioned you, and I immediately thought I should call you, so that's what had happened. So, right. Glenn, well. talk, a, talk a little about your story, Glenn, of, of why you became a member. Then you, you, you met John, you heard John's heart, you, you met him before. Well, why did you decide to become a regular participant in Wise Council? Um, I have always believed in mastermind groups, and uh, through the years I've had my own little mastermind groups, which uh, basically came out of that book, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, you know, the idea of a mastermind group. And it worked real well for me in the past, uh, only it was never Christian-based. I had some mostly Christian guys in my groups before, but it wasn't Christian-based, and it wasn't like we uh, prayed before or after. You know, God wasn't really that much a part of it. Um, and so the whole idea of having a mastermind group, which basically Wise Council is in a lot of ways, uh, that was Christian-based, and that I knew I'd be getting help and direction from people, um, you know, with a Christian perspective, and that we wouldn't be afraid to pray over things that we talked about. Sure, um, really appealed. So, so, so uh, how has being involved in ask in Wise Council, being a part of the ministry? And by the way, people, if you want to check Wise Council out online, go to the website askwisecouncil.com. That's askwisecouncil.com. So, how has being involved in Wise Council impacted your business, Glenn? Well, besides making smarter decisions than I would without the wise counsel of about 10 or 11 other guys, um, besides that, every once in a while you do get caught up in the typical how much money can I make, how fast, and that sort of thing. Um, And it's nice that I do have several ministries that I like to support. And every once in a while at a meeting, if I give a report of what I'm doing and some success, someone will say, yeah, but what about Hope International and those other ministries that you care about? What are you doing with them? And it's a really nice reminder that, oh, yeah, sort of forgot them the last three months. Um, So that's one real good thing that I like getting out of it. So when, what do you think been the, has been the most powerful thing that's either impacted your business or your personal life because of being involved in Wise Counsel? Uh, I think staying Christ-centered. Um, you know, that uh, I'm constantly thinking about business and expanding business and how I can do better and all that sort of thing. And it's so easy to completely get caught up in the secular ideas that go with that. And uh, Wise Counsel constantly grounds you in remembering that, you know, if it isn't God's plan, it isn't going to work. So, um, you know, just making sure that I'm trying my darndest to be in God's will and um, that my plans are prayed over and thought through from that kind of perspective. Now, the the relationships that you've built within the Wise Council group, how important have they been for you inside Wise Council and outside as you run your business on a daily basis? Well, one of the benefits that was never planned for, never thought of, was you don't get in. It's not like Rotary, where Rotary, you tend to get a lot of business from your fellow Rotarians, uh, because that's kind of the nature of it. Right. And a lot of mastermind groups it is a matter of really helping each other get work and 
I didn't get in wise counsel nor is wise counsel for that purpose. But as a result of building friendships with people in other businesses, um, I've gotten a lot of good architectural work uh, from my fellow wise council members. Um, you know, without you don't actively like seek it, but sure. they need my kind of services. Uh, they trust me and they ask me to help, and I I constantly have some work from somebody in the group. Glenn, give a quick plug to your uh, business website. Um. I have two businesses, and the architecture business is www.gdharchitects.com, and then I also uh, am an architectural photographer, and I publish coffee table books, and that website is www.distinctivehomesofamerica.com. So let's talk about, we've, I know we've got another caller that's going to call in and just share his story about Wise Council, but as we're waiting for him to call in, let's just review, because we get a lot of listeners tune in after the bottom of the half hour, where did the idea for Wise Council come from? Let's just review this for people. Well, again, it came from the Lord. I mean, I'd written a book uh, called True Wealth by the Book about entrepreneurs, and uh, one of the stories was about the prior organization that I was involved with that got founded in Milwaukee, and I'd interviewed the CEO, the guy who had founded the company. I was called Tech, the executive committee. It was a roundtable process, likewise, council, except it wasn't biblical in nature. It was all about cash flow, marketing, all those good things, and helping uh, each other, more like a mastermind kind of group. But uh, the Lord put it on my heart, and I never even thought of the name. It was the Holy Spirit that gave it to me wise counsel and then when a guy asked me i need something like what i did before that business i told that he said but i need something that's god-centered and christian-based and i knew what that would be and so i said okay let's give it a try and see where we go with that if that's the lord and i remember stepping into the restroom when, when the guy we just talked about it and i heard the holy spirit say to me you this is what you're called to do and so i've been doing it ever since i'm still trying to get it right but it's fun, anyway. But when you walk in obedience, it, I mean, you see God do things that you know you couldn't have done on your own. Talk about Amen. How do, I mean, that's really what, what I love about being on the air, just like you're on the air every day. Why don't we tell people how they can hear you on a daily basis there in Jacksonville, Florida? You've got a show every day. What is that show called, and when is it on? Uh, it's called Inspiration 316. It's uh, on 4, you know, 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time each day on 91.7, the truth, same station we're on right now. And anyway, it's uh, it's about inspiring people with testimonies. We deal with all kinds of subjects, you know, from, uh, again, can be business-related, by growing businesses. I interview different founders as well as I take audio clips from different sources. But it's all testimonies or teachings or things that inspire people give them hope god's involved in everybody's life whether they know him or not but he is there and that's where the holy spirit can come and connect and people can be touched by somebody's story you know not very pretty much just stories uh, and stories are the inspiration for people, which is why you get the inspiration number. Because it is, when people hear testimonies, just like you've been sharing today about wise counsel and the impact on people, when people hear testimonies, they're inspired. You're like, well, if God can do right. that for John Beaner or Jim Brangenberg, he right. can do it for me. So we've, we've got another one. Why don't you introduce Harry, our next caller? Sure. Well, Harry Lewis is an outstanding uh, man, and he's a, he and his brother own a company called Lewis Petroleum, but Harry's involved in ministry. He's only got 12 kids. You know, he and his wife, Christy, are 
really ministering in the community as well as encouraging their staff, you know, to be the most productive they can be. But he's a learning guy. He loves to learn. You know, that's why he's been connected with Wise Counsel. He cares in his heart to keep learning and growing and sharing. Wow. Harry Lewis, welcome to I Work For Him. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Do you really have 12 kids? I do have 12. I really do have 12 kids. Uh, 27 <laughs> down to uh, three. Awesome. That's amazing. You have an amazing wife. I do. I, uh, she's irresistible. Uh, <laughs> wow, that just goes without saying for sure. So, Harry, you just made me blush. I don't think I've ever blushed online before. All right. So talk to me, Harry. How did you hear about Wise Counsel? Uh, I'm a I'm a unique guy. I've, I'm a second generation wise counsel guy. My dad um, knew John Beener and attended wise counsel for many years before when I was a younger man. And I remembered my dad always leaving on Thursdays to go and be a part of this group, and and nothing was going to get in the way of him doing that. And he'd always come back inspired or encouraged or sometimes challenged, maybe even a little bit roughed up uh, by guys who said, "No, you shouldn't do that," or maybe you need to rethink that, or the timing's wrong, or I wouldn't wouldn't do that or here's how you might think about doing that and so i always knew about wise counsel but it was kind of like this special group it's like a secret group of of special spiritual thinkers that kind of got together and uh, i appreciated what we got as a business from my dad coming back with it and then my dad passed away in 2009 and later that summer uh john approached me about uh doing a a wise counsel award for a local Christian businessman who, or woman who, or ministry leader who exemplified the character that my dad did, and so we started doing that. And he invited me to come into Wise Council, and and I've been in it ever since. Wow. Okay. So I love that. Let's talk about. So you run a petroleum business. Now that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Does that mean you have a whole bunch of gas stations, or you ship petroleum, or you refine petroleum? What what kind of things do you do? A lot of people think when I say, oh, we've got an oil company, they say, oh, you're like a sheik or something, right? I'm like, no, I'm more like a, <laughs> a bank teller. I, I touch a lot of money, but I don't get to keep any of it. If I did, I'd probably go to prison, right? So, uh, no, we, we sell wholesale and retail fuels and lubricants um, to retail service stations as well as commercial customers in about a 250-mile radius of Jacksonville. Wow. Okay. So talk to me about the impact how has being involved in wise council which people could find out online and get involved themselves at askwisecouncil.com harry when when how is being involved in wise council impacting your business specifically give us some specifics so, some things you've taken away you talked about how your dad would come back inspired or challenged or beat up because people challenged him how is it impacting you as you run this business lewis petroleum I can give you a specific example. Yeah, on an annual basis, John does these boot camp events, and he'll bring special speakers in, and other people come into these events. And one year in particular, our business was in the process of looking at an SBA loan, and we were looking at going with one particular banker. Uh, they were a big bank, uh, very well recognized. If I said their name, you'd, you'd absolutely instantly know who they were. Um, but what was surprising to me, John had a speaker came who was with the SBA, and they talked about SBA loans, and they had a sheet that they passed out, and they talked about all these different banks and how much they did in SBA loans. And the less you did, the less likely they are to get loans approved. The ones who did lots of SBA loans, they did, I mean, they were really good at writing those loans. And what I saw was a, a bank that we were looking at that did very, very little SBA loans. When I say very little, I mean like $70,000 in SBA loans. And ours was going to be north of a couple million dollars. And then another bank that we were considering was they had done, you know, eight to ten million dollars in SBA loans in the previous year. 
And so I told my brother, I said, you know, the bank that we're looking at working with doesn't have a lot of experience with doing SBA loans. I mean, they're a big bank, but they're not really good at doing SBA loans. And the company's going to be servicing it. You want to have someone who has that experience. And so as a result, we contacted the other bank that we were considering, and we ultimately did our financing and stuff with them, and we've been very happy as a result. I find often that when I go to these meetings, and my wife laughs and she goes, you never miss wise counsel. You know, it's usually when she needs me to do some help or, or some things. Um, no, honey, i got to go to wise counsel because I always come away with something. Um, I pastor a home church. I've had the Lord speak to my heart directly through testimonies of other people that mm-hmm. have affected a sermon that I might preach. Or I've listened to counsel from other people. And it's not just that I go there to get something. It's a place that I go to give something. I know that God has gifted me in areas that are unique and that there are other people who might need to hear from the Lord through me on that day. And so I see it kind of as a trust from the Lord, a responsibility to go and invest in other people. When you look, and by the way, I had one of my listeners texted in and said, hey, what's an SBA loan? Small Business Administration is a division of the government, and SBA loans are specifically for small businesses, and small businesses for the government are businesses under about $50 million, but that's what SBA stands for. So, Harry, talk to me about the impact on you personally. You said your wife makes a comment to you, hey, you never missed one of those, and she's probably going, hey, you never missed one of those, but you did miss conferences last week. Um, when, when, what, what are, how is it impacting your spiritual walk at home? How can your kids know that it's impacting you? One of the things that I thought was it was pretty interesting to me as as I started getting involved with Wise Counsel, of course, I was in my late 30s, entering into my 40s, John has a lot of experience, and he knows a lot of people, and what I found was I'm, I've always felt like I'm around these great trees, and I'm this little sapling, and here are these great people who have done all these amazing things in their life, and, and I'm just thankful to be here among them. Well, I found that over time, being around John and some of the people that he knew, I began to actually experience some of the same things that they were experiencing. I had a chance I had chances to invest in other people or to, to talk to people off offline or if they said, Hey, what you said today really impacted me. Can we go to lunch? And John's always encouraging us to hey get together or hey you might want to call this guy. He mentioned something about, you know, he's interested in what you're doing. And one of the things that John's encouraged me to do, I got connected a few years back with uh, Authentic Manhood. It's a division of uh, Robert Lewis's ministry used to be men's fraternity out of uh, Arkansas. He wrote a book called Raising a Modern Day Night, and I've been doing this authentic manhood. I'm a representative for them in the, in the Jacksonville area, and I invest in, in young men and men to help them learn that it's important to reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and invest eternally. John's encouraged me to get out of the boat, talk to other people in ministry. I've been able to connect with other ministries in our city. He'll, we'll do a Marketplace Ministries lunch, and he's pulled me into that, helped me get involved with some of that as well. Um, just a lot of different ways where he's encouraged me to kind of step out in faith and, uh, and really be active in, in what I'm doing. And we were talking about it this past, at this past meeting, um, and two of the guys came up to me afterwards and really wanted to talk to me specifically about that stuff. So it was... He's been an encouragement to me along those lines. I got one more question for you, Harry Lewis, and I really appreciate you being sharing this stuff transparently, vulnerability. 
with from a vulnerable standpoint and and just talk about how wise counsel has made an impact on you personally and your business if your employees were to be asked if we were to do a survey and say hey is harry lewis being impacted by being involved in wise counsel do you think any of them would have a comment will they know that the impact or the the change in your behaviors your attitude your actions are a result of you being involved in that wise counsel group I think the ones now. Not everybody in my company knows that I'm involved in Wise Council. Sure, but all my key leadership do know, and a number of my members and key leadership have been a part of uh, some of those Wise Council meetings. Many of them have come to these different boot camps that John's done, and uh, and and if there's one issue in particular, uh, for for example, there was one guy that was going to be coming to speak. He was an attorney that worked with collections, and John had him come in, and so I had my collections guy come in there. Well, we do all of our collection work for those guys now, so. They have felt the experience of the impact uh, as well as I have. As well. Wow, I would say fantastic. Harry Lewis, thanks for calling in from Lewis Petroleum today, sharing a little bit of your story of wise counsel and how it's impacting you and your testimony. Thanks for being part of our work for him today. My pleasure. John Beener, it's got to be fun to hear from the hearts of guys like Glenn and Harry and how they're being impacted. How fun is that for you to hear? It's energizing. It's exciting. I mean, uh, I'm learning from them as much as they're learning from me. So, you know, it's a two-way street for all of us. Well, and that's kind of the secret of being a mentor is that a lot of people think, well, mentors are just pouring out all day long. But as a mentor, you we, we pick up things from other people. And, and it's... And it's energizing, and we're learning. I mean, it's a constant learning thing, and that's one of the things that makes it so valuable is you're learning new stuff all the time. Right. It energizes me, you know, so it makes me, keeps me going, you know. I know people my age or think they're retired, and I think that is the dumbest thing I've heard. You know, in fact, I talked to a guy the other day who was in Wyatt's Council for years and ended up selling his business, and he said, I sat on my hand for two years until another company came along and, bought my business and took me out of retirement and and now he's doing phenomenal things around the country but anyway it's exciting to be active no matter what the age is to help other people and they're helping you at the same time you know so let's just talk about go ahead i was gonna say given it's given on to you right that's right and multiplied and running over yeah i mean all of that Right. So let's let's talk about the impact on. We've talked about we've talked with a couple of guys. We've we've heard how the impact their business, how it's impacting them personally. Let's flip the the coin and turn on how being a wise counselor, being part of wise counsel, which people can find out online at askwisecounsel.com. How is it impacting you personally? You said you're gaining knowledge, but what about when you get home on your on your marriage, on your family? How have people seen the impact on you personally? Uh, well, it's a good question. Uh, I think that they've seen me grow deeper in the Lord, you know what I mean, and being able to trust the Lord deeper, you know what I mean? Typically, you know, I came from coming to the Lord, but I still had that business mind, chasing success, I call it, you know what I mean, and, and uh, working to grow and, and grow in the business, grow in the money and the income and all that kind of stuff. Now I I'm more sensitive to the Holy Spirit in terms of where are the opportunities, where are the places that people can gain wisdom or insight from the process and from where I can learn, too. Of course, I have this, you know, we mentioned it earlier, the radio show, and that inspires me to, to learn more about every aspect of life, not just about business and what God's doing around the world. People come around all over China are coming to Christ in the millions, as well as the Muslims are coming to Christ by the millions. It's amazing and exciting to be involved in learning all that process. So, 
Anyway. Well, and you do a lot of research for your show, and we're talking about John right. Beaner's show, which is on every day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon in the Jacksonville area at 91.7, and 91.9. You're, this, you, it's called Inspiration 316. You've got, I mean, like, what's, what's been the most fun thing that you've highlighted, the, fun, the most fun story you've highlighted recently on Inspiration 316? Oh, gosh. Well, I've got a thousand clips that we've gained in the last two and a half years doing this. And so I, one of the most fun one is about a pastor at uh, a church in, in California. I'm trying to remember the name of the church out there, but his name is Chris Volaton. And he's talking about this lady coming down, or actually he's asking for people that want prayer to come forward. And he, this lady comes forward all rickety. And, you know, barely able to walk. And he, and he hears the Holy Spirit say to him, do not pray for her. Ask her to bring her husband and have him pray for her. And so what ends up happening is that he tells her that, and she gives him the dirty look and starts waddling off to try to find her husband. And he, anyway, she drags him down there, and the husband is like, oh, so resistant, you know, dragging behind her. And he says, what do you want? You know, and the pastor says, well, I, I want you to pray for your wife. Don't pray. Don't say Jesus, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he said it sounded like something he used to cuss with, you know, the name of Jesus. But anyway, he says, tough luck, you know, and he grabs the guy by the arm, puts his arm on his wife's shoulder, and say, follow after me. Dear Jesus, I ask for healing for my wife, and, he, you know, I'm healing for my wife. You know, he's really resistant, but he does it anyway. And then they stop, and the pastor's saying, oh, my God, what have I gotten into? And so I'm going to tell this lady, it may take two months for your healing or three years or whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, the lady starts saying, oh, my gosh, I start to feel tingling in my hands. I start to feel tingling in my arms and, and everything. Things are changing, you know what I mean? And he's saying, really, really? And the, and the husband's saying, really, really? You know what I mean? And so she walked away healed right there. And later on, he's in his car saying, God, why didn't you... Let me pray for her, he said, because her husband uh, left her and got had had an affair with someone. Then he confessed to her, and she hasn't forgiven him for 17 years. And now I wanted the husband to be praying for her and then let the Holy Spirit work through him. <laughs> okay. And so they had a whole life-changing experience. To me, that's a fun story to share anyway. So. Oh, that's a great story, John Beaner. I love that. <laughs> You know, make yeah. sure you check. We're talking about John. We're talking with John Beaner today about his ministry, Wise Counsel. You can find out about it online, askwisecounsel.com. You know, when you look at, <clears throat> you, you deal with a lot of business owners, leaders, organizational leaders. What do you see as the most common issue they deal with on a regular basis? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'm not sure there's a most common one, but I would say this. All of us have a desire to grow, you know, in, in, in the business or the ministry or grow in knowledge or gain, grow in, gain a wisdom. So most of the issues that come to, uh, to the table are really about growing. And that means how do I market more effectively? How do I discern? How do I develop my strategy or my plan? You know, and how do I put the pieces together? And am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right course? Am I making mistakes? And give me some critical input, you know what I mean? Or encourage me or discourage me, either one. I just want to seek God and know what, what he wants to do. So it's more around opportunities than it is about problems, even though we get tons of that as well, of course. 
Well, okay, so they bring up that they want to grow, but don't you often find that there's some heart issues that have to be dealt with as they're talking about growing? Because sometimes they want to grow because they just want to make more money, buy a bigger house, buy a bigger car. But as you guys talk through those things, do you see the heart issues come out as people say, well, this is what I really want to do? Are, are you guys able to deal with some of the heart issues behind the scene? Well, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's... uh everybody's still growing, you know, in their relationship with Christ. And then some of them attend good churches, some of them attend okay churches, you know what I mean? But it's with through the fellowship of the group and the praying for each other, they start to see changes, you know what I mean? And they start to walk deeper with the Lord and start trusting Him in their business, not just in their personal life or not just with their family. Right. You know, they're starting to say, oh my gosh, God's revealing something to me because so-and-so just shared an example in their business or what God's done with and through them. I mean, what you heard from Harry Lewis and even Glenn Hedinger are good examples of how they've learned to walk deeper and trust the Lord. As I said earlier, every business is a ministry, and every ministry Mm -hmm. is a business. So when you have employees or you have customers or suppliers or vendors, you know, our job is to build a relationship with them and, and to keep customers to keep coming you need to satisfy them, provide good products and services. And that's really what the Holy Spirit wants to teach and, and make deeper in the lives of these entrepreneurs and ministry people so that they're more effective in honoring God and witnessing for Him. So have great testimonies to share. Okay, so let's. we want more people to get involved in Wise Counsel. Why don't you just describe who is, who's the perfect candidate, the perfect member for Wise Counsel? <laughs> There's no one perfect to begin with, but, I mean, it's anyone who wants to learn, wants to grow, feel like, you know, I can I can be more effective. God's put on my heart uh, the desire to grow as an individual, to grow as a father, to grow as a business leader, and that's what it is, you know. And I think most people want to grow. Not all of them are willing to take the time. Oh, I can't take the time. Poor me. You know, I'm so busy. That's not God telling you. You can't do this because what happens is we all hear this trash talk in our head, you know, and it's the enemy saying, you are not smart enough, you're not intelligent enough, you could never fit into that group, you know, you can't take the time because you're so busy, don't you realize? And I've heard that all my life working with CEOs and entrepreneurs, I can't take the time. Well, when they start to get involved, they start to say, wait a minute, this is a better use of my time than it is staying in the office, you know, it's a better use of my time to grow as a person I can... I can delegate better now. I can develop plans better because of this. I'm learning it. You know, it's lonely at the top is one of the key things everybody talks about. And so here's a chance to hear other people's views, find out they have some of the same issues that you have, you know, and you start to see, hey, that's okay now. I, I shouldn't be worrying so much. I shouldn't be so frustrated because I can see now or I can call Joe and he can help me through this or I can talk to John or I can do other things. Then I have resources to tap into and people that's right. you know that that's I right. can connect with. John Beener with Wise Counsel. Thanks for being on I Work for Him today. Really appreciate it, John. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for the opportunity. You bet. Check John out online at askwisecounsel.com. That's askwisecounsel.com. You listen to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.